Hello everyone and welcome to the All The Anime Podcast being brought to you here at alltheanime.com. I'm Jeremy Graves. And I am Keith, apparently. Apparently? <laughs> yeah. It's been a long day. It's been a long week in fairness. It has. It has. Gods. <laughs> Yeah, so to give you a bit of context, everybody, this is a very different podcast to normal. Most notably because we were in Manchester last weekend. And I did something I've been wanting to do for a very long time. It may work to our advantage, ultimately. It may not. People may just demand to never do anything like this again. So how, how does rolling around in the gutter... I mean, that's quite to something that you wanted to do that will help with this podcast. <laughs> just daily life, <laughs> surely. <laughs> um, now, what I did actually, folks, was uh, I've mentioned before I wanted to try and record a podcast of some kind at a convention, and we were at MCM Manchester Comic Con this past weekend, so I took my little voice recorder around with me and just recorded a few segments here and there, some on the, the actual show floor itself, one notably long one in the van drive on the way back, when we were all, what, we'd all been up for what, maybe like... A, a, a while... Yeah, so uh, so you're going to get some innate ramblings, you'll get some random observations about the show, you'll get some random chit-chat. A very different show to normal, not your standard affair. But I wanted to record a little intro before... A little intro before the intro, I guess, is the only way I can phrase it. So uh, recording an intro after the actual main body of what people will be listening to shortly, hopefully, assuming you haven't tuned out already. Exactly, which if you haven't, congratulations. But before we get any farther, just a quick reminder, before you, we get to the nitty-gritty of all of the, of the content that you're so anxiously waiting for, that you can visit our website, alltheanime.com, where there you can order our latest releases, pre-order some upcoming releases as well. At the time of recording, we have got a special offer on Gundam Thunderbolt Bandit Flower, which is good until close of play Thursday the 1st of August. So if you want to save some money on that, you can do so right now. And also make sure you hit us up on social media. We are All The Anime on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure you give us a follow on all of those so you can stay up to date on the latest information. Also, if you'd like to watch some videos and such, why not give us a subscribe on YouTube? Head over to youtube.com slash alltheanime. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. While you're at it, hit that notification bell button because then you can get notifications of when we upload brand new videos. And I mentioned that we were at MCM Manchester Comic Con last weekend, which is basically what this entire podcast is. But I do want to give a shout out to this coming weekend because, Keith, you're venturing once again. You're off to another event, aren't you? Where are you going to? I am going down south to Tokonetsu, the uh, camping anime convention, to which my everlasting horror I discovered. Because I used to go to it regularly, and I was like, how long has it been since I've been to Tokonetsu? And I discovered it was ten years ago, and then I died inside <laughs> at the passage of time. God. So, so what, what have you got planned there? What's sort of the lay of the land as far as our involvement and you representing Anime Limited? Basically, it just goes as far as we're going to be in what they call Tokomart, which is uh, the nice, uh, what's the name of a big marquee that they've set up for traders. So on the Saturday afternoon, I will be in the Tokomart with a table full of anime wares ready to part you from your hard-earned money. <laughs> and you can get all the information about Tokonatsu online. They've got Facebook, Twitter, and a website, correct? Yeah, yeah, all the all the usual handles. I mean, yeah, I mean, I will I, I will be there in a trading capacity Saturday afternoon. But if anybody is really curious about anything to do with Anime Limited or Gundam or just <laughs> or our side of the business in general, I I will gladly field questions, which I may or may not answer depending on what the questions are. <laughs> Yeah, so it should be a fun sort of low-key affair, I think it's fair to say, compared to something like an MCM Manchester. Yeah, it should hopefully be a pretty chill weekend. Yeah, I so swear to God, it's a chill weekend. Exactly right. And then, weekend after, it is TF Nation and the Gundam Wing, which our friends at Gundam Mad will be operating. There is lots of stuff going on. And a convenient little segue, later on in this podcast, I managed to get a few minutes of time with Gurinder Gurm, who is the the lord and master, the god of Gundam Mad, whichever the best way to phrase it is. He is basically, the UK's robot lord. Pretty much, yeah. He is going to be very much running the ship when it comes to the Gundam Wing. So I got a chance to get a few words from him to really get a feel as to what is going to be going on at that event. And also, once again, remember, you can save some money on your admission to TF Nation. 
You'll hear the URL and details later on in the podcast, but simply go to tfnation.com slash 2019 slash register, and then you can put a special code in during the checkout, which you can find at our blog at blog.alltheanime.com, and then search for the Summer of Gundam post, or if you listen on, if you listen on, excuse me, later on in this podcast, you will also be able to hear what the code is. And that money saving will be handy, especially if you make the mistake of going to Gorinda Stand, because like everyone who goes to Gorinda Stand, you will walk away thirty minutes later, considerably poorer and with bags full, full of you no know, Gundams and other stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and when it comes to what you're about to hear, as well as getting some comments from Gorinda, obviously I get some comments from Keith because we're just at the stand. Andy Hanley joins in the fray as well. Also had a chance to talk to a, an award-winning artist, Keith. Yes, award-winning artist Cat Hall. Indeed, yes, the award-winning artist Cat Hall was in Manchester, so she, she graciously gave me some time when she was at her stand to, uh, to actually talk to me. And uh, also we had Nathan from Koei Tecmo Games because we were doing a bit of a partnership with Koei Tecmo and Crunchyroll, and they were showing off the, the new Attack on Titan game, AOT2 Final Battle. So I've got a couple of minutes of time with Nathan as well to get his feelings on the show. And yeah, very much a different feeling show. The final segment is pretty much half an hour with us all in a van. It gets it's random. A, it's like a smorgasbord of delights. Indeed, there's a whole host for your, for of delights. There's a whole bunch of topics that are covered. I'm not going to go into them now. And to be honest, there probably won't be many show notes either. Just listen, see what you think. If you never want me to do just this again... 10,000 words of, you know, just tears. But pretty much, yeah. It, this is very much almost like a proof of concept podcast. Like, there isn't... If I'm being totally honest, there wasn't really much thought into how it would all come together. It's just something I've always wanted to try. And I, I think it's come out all right. Audio quality varies, particularly in the van, as I'm sure you can probably imagine why, guys. Because, you know... It's, it's okay. You don't need to keep apologising. People will either listen or they won't to this. But uh, the way I look at it, Keith, is if I aim the bar really low, then hopefully they'll enjoy it. I'm sure they will enjoy it anyway, because if only for listening to the melodious sound of your voice. Let us know if you enjoyed us, folks. <laughs> Hit us up at all the anime and tell us what you think. And if you didn't like it... Tough. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, hope you enjoyed us, folks. We will hopefully have another podcast back within the next week or two. Various people are away for sort of holidays and such, and it's blooming busy here at, at uh, all the anime HQ, Partridge Towers, if you will. So uh, we'll see what happens, but there will definitely be another show coming soon. And if you are going to either Tokenatsu or TF Nation, hope you have a fantastic time. And if you're at Tokenatsu, make sure you uh, ask Keith some pressing questions about Gundam. I'm sure he would love to talk about it with you. I'm going to stab you in your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy the show, folks. Take care. So, MCM London Comic Con is here, and we're recording a podcast just said London Comic Con. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, shit, let's do that again. MCM Manchester Comic Con. It's here, and we're recording a podcast, Keith. Apparently we are actually on the show floor, which is something of a surprise. I'm not going to lie. And uh, we've done this at a really good time when Sean Gunn seemingly was just making farting sounds into a microphone. So if you can hear sounds in the background, uh, that's what it is. Uh, how's, how's Manchester been for you so far, Keith? Tiring. <laughs> It's like we're literally like an hour, away, less than an hour away. They're from, laughing at the fact you're tired, by the way. Yeah, oh, cheers. <laughs> you know, we're less than an hour away from uh, close for the day, so it kind of reached that I'm just really tired and need a drink phase of the day. And food, drink and food. <laughs> any uh, any interesting encounters or, or stories that you can share without obviously naming names of people and such? Probably nothing that is wise to go into. <laughs> Just, just the, the usual smorgasbord of odd interactions you sometimes get with the mm. fan community. In terms of, like, because you've been to Manchester a few times before, how does this one compare so far? Like, we're, like you said, we're a close to play on Saturday. How's, how is this one comparing, be it layout, overall attendance, or any perhaps trends you've noticed compared to what you've seen before? Honestly, it seems pretty similar to before. I mean, overall, uh, customer throughput seems to be quite... Not excessive, but not slow either. I don't know, it's just, I don't know, slow and steady. Because I think these days people tend to wander around the show a bit more first to see what they want before committing to purchasing. And this is really exciting. I'm sure, I'm sure the uh, listeners uh, are eager to hear this. Okay, well, have you bought anything yet? I have not, no, because I've been busy selling people stuff. Is there anything you've potentially got your eye on or that you're looking out for, though? 
potentially, but that's why I'm not going anywhere near the Gundam stand, because <laughs> I, I could do without dropping several hundred quid on more models. I don't have the time or space to make or display. It really helps that we're pretty much next door to the Gundam Mad stand as well. I know, it's there, staring at me. I know. Malevolently. <laughs> Cheers, Keith. You're welcome. So, we're back at MCM Manchester Comic Con, and now I'm talking to Andy Hanley. Hello, everyone. So, how's, uh, how's Manchester been for you so far? It's about quarter past five on the Saturday, so we're about 45 minutes from closing day one. Uh, how's it been for you? Yeah, it's been been good. been nice to see people coming by the stand, buying things, being very excited about some of our products. It's uh, always fulfilling to see people uh, enjoy what we do. Mm. One of the... Um, <coughs> excuse me. One of the, uh, the fun parts of the day, which I, I sometimes just keep forgetting happens at conventions, but it's when people sort of walk up to a stand and their eyes suddenly light up when they notice something. And the one that we noticed with that today a good few times was Junjo Romantica. Yes, yeah, it's one of those titles where I think people just assumed that it was never coming out over here and obviously like missed the news that we were bringing it out. So mm. it's, that, it's that sheer surprise of like, why is this here? Mm. And then, you know, the realisation that the thing that they really like is, is mm. available and they can buy it right now. Mm. In terms of what's been popular, it's been quite a bit that's been popular, actually. The variety of Gundam's been popular, that's sort of online, obviously, been popular. Mirai, it's been great to see that sh- shifting, along with mm-hmm. Macquia and such. Uh, any other uh, surprises from your point of view, or perhaps things perhaps you weren't expecting at this stage that's yeah. been moving quite a bit? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess at this point, at the time of recording, we've sold out of Kill a Kill on Blu-ray. That's oh, wow, all gone. We? Yeah, that is all gone. I'm um, not saying that in surprise. We hang on. We have. I mean, but, in the sense of oh, we have. Yeah, but you know that's been around for a while. But but people still still really love it. It's a perennial seller. I mean, <laughs> Keith just walked by and went, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, like you know, your name, a silent voice. Again, you'd expect those to do pretty well. But yeah. always nice to see people still still loving that. Mm. So uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's been been good to see. Mm. Any uh, random encounters or stories or? things um, that you've uh, encountered I did see a John Wick with a very Mancunian accent which amused me <laughs> if that counts <laughs> sure actually Keith wait there was something really random we saw earlier we saw the giant chocobo that went by oh god that was amazing yeah, somebody is yeah. Me- yeah the thing must have been eight nine foot high it was taller than me yeah that was <laughs> it was a beast I don't know if you saw as well but they made something so that when its head bends down it makes the wark noise as well amazing one cosplayer I did see earlier, and he came by the front of the store, not sure if you guys saw, someone did a cosplay of Mario, of Super Mario, but he had it where, like, you know you can get the emu suit, where like, you have the emu and it looks like you've got fake legs on top of the emu? Yeah. They did that, but with Yoshi. Oh, so they had like, like an that, inflatable yeah. Yoshi, but then what they also had on them as well, which I was losing my mind for, they had like a shine that they were holding onto, so like the star you would collect in Mario, like in, in either Mario 64 or Mario Sunshine. Then they had actually built the flood backpack and the flood gun from Super Mario Sunshine. So there was legit Super Mario Sunshine cosplay here today. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Actually, I was just thinking, those, those inflatable suits that make you look like you're riding something. Let's make a Jeremy version. Oh, God, what? Wait, wait, for Jeremy to wear, or we'd be riding no, Jeremy? For, for me to wear, okay. yeah. <laughs> so I can, I can pretend I'm riding Jeremy, because then I'd be living the dream. <laughs> I'd, I'd know what it was like to be a tall man. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. Neither do I, actually. It's just it's one of those end-of-business-day thoughts. But now that I've said it out loud, I should probably have kept it to myself. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> don't drag us into your private hell, please. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm walking around the show floor to get to Cat Hall's stand. And Cat Hall is not here. Award-winning artist Cat Hall is not here. I'm very disappointed. Why is she not at her stand? <laughs> How dare she not be at her stand? As I walk up the artist alley and I come to a particular stand, and, oh, well, Cat Hall, fancy meeting you here. Hi, nice to meet you again. This, this totally isn't like the second time I've tried to do this, but this time you were actually here. I was actually just going for a wee wander, that's oh, all. Did you have fun? Yeah, it's good, it's good. It's just nice to see. It's now really quiet because everyone seems to like to go home like an hour before the event closes, or it's all the cosplay stuff or panels or whatever. I think Michael Rook is doing a panel at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So it's just nice to have a wander and it's not too congested, so, yeah. So, Kat, people may be confused, but um, but why are you in the artist alley today? <laughs> oh, because I actually have my own table selling my... Yeah, why are you here, Kat? Woo! I'm selling my own art and comics in the Comic Village at MCM. Um, yeah. <laughs> where, 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 where can people learn more? 
Well, um, if you go to onelittleapple.com, that's where you'll find all my stuff, stuff and links to all my other social media and my comic that's ongoing as well. Is this your award-winning comic? Well, actually, that one was nominated last oh. year, um, but the short comic that's set in the same world as it won may, maybe, may have won an award this year. Look, everyone's yeah, really everyone's that. cheering on the live stage. Um, yeah, the single comic won an award this year for best single comic. <laughs> so to try and get like a different perspective on, say, an MCM event in uh-huh. general, what? How do you feel it, it differs being in the artist alley compared to, say, our usual booth? Oh, the. I guess it is the biggest difference is the there isn't. I don't know, I guess there is a crossover of anime fans and those that just actively come to the Comic Village and the, like, the dealers and that. Because mm. um, I did spot a few people with our bags. There you go. <laughs> but there are a lot of people that say, oh, I spend all my money in the Comic Village. Mm. And there are people that, I think there are regulars that come back because I've had people go, oh, I remember you from last year or oh, I heard you were going so I wanted to come and see if you had anything new. So it's nice because it's like a little community and, yeah. and then outside fans and that keep track of it. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed any particular growth for yourself, like as a, a brand? Oh, I don't want to say it like that, but as a brand. Yeah, but but for like your art stuff, have you noticed like anything in particular has changed since you were last in Manchester? Um, I'm not really sure. I've had people obviously say, "Oh, I've read chapter one," and um, because of my own juggling, like full-time work as well as this as a sort of hobby, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so book two is not actually out this year but a lot of people are like oh I want to check back like I hope it's there next year um, and even though I say you can read it online a lot of people say that they'd rather read it in print form they want to hold them yeah which is nice because it's nice to know it's not quite a dying media you know like paperback um, so it's good to know that people actually want to buy it but I always prioritise putting like the comic online first yeah. so that's why I kind of try and promote it on both platforms yeah. is there any particular reason you aim for online first like um, just in general because it's cost effective <laughs> it, is, it is expensive to get books printed and I think going forth after the next time like I do a big print of the next couple of chapters that I'm going to maybe look into like crowdfunding because um, then hopefully I've built up enough of a little fan base or like people, readers that want to um, actually you know <laughs> and that actually want to like back the Kickstarter and it's like a pre-order I guess yeah. to see and then I can gauge what number to print and then it knows that and then I know that I'm not like too entirely out of pocket mm-hmm. and having to like sell at events to make up for the cost. Yeah. Oh, it's a passion project because you done really freaking yeah. well with it. <laughs> Thank you, yes. Yeah, a few years now I think. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> the first time we talked about it proper on here and I finally wanted to give yeah, you a I shout think, out. I think we've mentioned it maybe in the podcast yeah. once or twice. Like in passing or in something. passing, yeah. yeah. But it's nice to have you come by the table when it's quiet and say hi since I always come by the stand. It's kinda weird not working it. <laughs> but it's nice to sit down for a bit. So. Oh, jealousy, man, jealousy. I have a spare chair if you want it. But <laughs> you have a spare chair for your lunch, by the look of it. All my snacks and stuff to keep me going. And okay. Then. Okay, right, so what's your snack of choice? Um, what, what, what is your go to survival snack for during a Comic Con? Energy drink. <laughs> I've joined Keith in the dark side. This oh, is the no. second can. Oh, so. oh, you're a second can? <laughs> yeah, but look at the size of that. Like, I didn't realise that was like. You've got what Jeremy I, would call a normal size can. A normal size can, but yeah, no, I'm on the second can today and I'm, I'm buzzing, so. Oh, my word. <laughs> well, it helps. It means that I'm always like upbeat and. You're always on. Cheery. Yeah, yeah, but. Cool. Well, we should check back over the weekend then. I say that and we're like the end of day one, but you know what I mean. Yeah, we're almost, almost, like half go. an hour. <laughs> I was going to try and do a Bon Jovi reference, but it doesn't work. Oh. We're not halfway there. Well, we're nearly halfway there. We're nearly yeah. halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, talk to you soon. <laughs> day two of MCM Manchester Comet Connors upon us. Andy Hanley. Hello, everyone. How you doing? Yeah, I mean, it's Sunday morning and I'm not still in bed, which is always a disappointment. But apart from that... In this case, I disagree. I'm happy to be out of that bed. Well, yeah, I mean, you were not having the best bed experience this weekend, but uh, no, everything... I refuse to go back to the hotel we were staying in ever again, but that's a debate for another day. Uh, But no, everything everything is good. Life is good. Indeed. People are buying their, their animes. 
we've had uh, some interesting cosplays walk by some uh, some shows that we've noticed like just in general like we've obviously seen some Gundam stuff we've seen uh, Seraph at the End cosplay walk by a few minutes ago uh, No Game No Life I think you pointed yep, out to me yep, in fact yeah. we've got someone dressed as a member of the Akatsuki from Naruto coming up to right now and uh, lots of My Hero Academia cosplay we've noticed as well that's still very very popular Seen some Dragon Ball Z cosplay. It's also Darling the Franks cosplay walked by a few moments ago. I mean, of course, the general comic spectrum, you know, Marvel stuff, DC stuff, loads of Deadpool, Spider-Man, watch not. Uh, any obscure anime cosplay you've seen, or perhaps ones that you didn't expect, maybe like some rare ones. Um, I mentioned Promised Neverland starting to get some cosplay. Yeah, yeah, I've seen one Promised Neverland cosplayer at the weekend. The, the one that I always find weird that we always see a decent number of but it's not a series you really hear anybody talk about is Blend S like that's an anime that people don't really talk about but people cosplay it quite a lot because the character designs are really good why am I drawing a blank on that series or that now yeah exactly because nobody really watched it but people like well, cosplay when did it air or something what that was, was last year I think oh man I must have totally got off the right like early last year like it had a really good catchy opening theme mm. uh, and like opening credits that became a meme for a bit mm. which I think is also partly why people cosplay it but where was it streaming I think it was Crunchyroll, mm. but I couldn't remember off the top of my head. Because even I haven't watched that, I just recognise the character designs. Mm. It's just always kicking around. Hmm. I'm trying to think what other obscure ones we've ever seen. Like just from an anime spectrum more than anything. Yeah. I do like, in general, I do just like looking at what people are cosplaying. Especially when you see, in fact, we saw the car captain Sakura cosplay earlier. That's another one. Yeah, we've had a, had a few of those. But in fact, the blend desk was on Crunchyroll. I just I quickly looked on the app while we were talking. Yeah. So, and there was also one yesterday. So, and I wasn't sure whether it's a cosplayer or not because it was just somebody in a bright yellow raincoat. And I wasn't sure if it's just because it was raining outside or whether it was like a Cambry from Back in Monogatari cosplay. It was like dual purpose, I guess, when it's a wet weekend. So sorry, I was just a bit perplexed because we have someone cosplaying as Vision standing like about twelve feet from us. And they're wearing a full face mask, and they've just flagged down a couple of MCM staffers to try and ask them a question. And it currently just looks like three MCM staffers who are each looking at their apps are trying to give vision directions on where to go. And for some reason, this amuses me and perplexes me greatly all at the same time. <laughs> uh, what, what other cosplay we Oh, the Future Diary cosplay we saw, some Kill the Kill cosplay. In fact, someone said they're actually doing a Ryuko's final form today, didn't they? Oh, yes, indeed, yes. Yeah. yeah, and we had a, a Ryuko cosplayer come by and buy Kill Kill yesterday. There you go. So, uh, <laughs> continues to be popular. So, yeah, obviously some Disney stuff we've seen as well. So, uh, yeah. Keith, to bring you into the conversation, uh, any particular cosplay that stood out to you this weekend or anything that you've noticed that maybe caught you off, off, off guard or stood out? Caught me off guard? How do you mean? Well, yeah, maybe you didn't expect to see someone cosplaying as, say, character whatever from whatever uh, there's been some good Umbrella Academy ones going around because mm. it, it wasn't that I was not expecting them but there's been some really good ones so yeah. especially of the uh, two assassins people have been going all out on those horrible uh, helmet mask things that they wear mm. what was the cosplay you randomly stopped yesterday for a photo someone kind of passed by and you like oh god yeah well had a, fa- had a fantastic Crowley cosplayer going by from Good Omens. Mm. And they were well in character as well because they just yelled out, Crowley, can I get a photo? And they did, sauntered over using the tenant to uh, sexy snake walk, just <laughs> leaned onto the table, stared me in the eye. And then <laughs> once, I, uh, once I calmed down, I took a photo and then they sauntered on their way. It was good times. <laughs> so, so someone is currently walking by the booth as sort of Crash Bandicoot with a giant box of TNT. Well, that, that, that's just dangerous. That's a health and safety violation right there. I mean, I thought the, I thought the cosplay guidelines kind of prohibited dangerous... I mean, dangerous, you think uh, security guidelines of a building might prevent a giant box of TNT getting in? You would, you would, but apparently not. Apparently not. That's the debate for say, I'm, I'm a little disappointed, a little, little annoyed by that. My safety is at risk. All in the name of cosplay. It wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, I know. Just give myself up. Why are you doing your hair? Oh, it's not a camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with Nathan, MCM Manchester Comic Con. Nathan from Kobe Tecmo Games. Hello, how are you, Jeremy? Not bad, you? Yeah, I'm doing well. It's a good show. It's Why fun. were you doing your hair before I hit record? I don't know. Don't, don't bring it up on camera. No, I don't It's know. not a camera, it's oh, a it's microphone. A mic- <laughs> I'm so tired, Jeremy. I know we all it's are. A long show. I know, right? How's it been, though? It's been really good fun. We're showing off Attack on Titan 2 Final Battle. 
guys are loving it. It's, it's, it's great. In fairness, actually, a load of people have come up and have genuinely been really excited yeah, about it. Yeah, it's nice to see like people like, want to become a scout and like try to take on the Titans. Some people mm. are doing really well. Others are struggling, but we're getting them there. We're getting mm. them to like, scout level. It, 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 for those who don't know, at Manchester Comic Con this weekend, we've partnered with you guys, and obviously we've got Crunchyroll yeah. as a present here as well. We've got like a big collective booth of anime-related goodness. Yeah. And you guys are showing off Attack on Titan 2 Final Battle. Sorry, AOT 2. AOT 2 Final, Final Battle. Battle. Based on Attack on Titan, sorry. Covers okay. all of seasons 1, 2, and 3 of the anime with a cool territory recovery mode where you can make your dream scout team, build relationships with anyone you want from the series, make the ultimate fantasy Attack on Titan experience. So it's, it's cool. It's cool. I'm man. already imagining what people are thinking. There's a lot, no relationship <laughs> stuff. It's just friendship building. <laughs> but you can do a lot of cool stuff with it. So it's mm. good fun. There's, there's another like 100 plus hours of content with the DLC. So there's a lot going on. It's the mm. ultimate... AOT package. So, mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's just been cool just seeing people just walk up and going, oh, cool, Attack on Titan. <laughs> I know PS4. Attack on Titan. Yeah, people seem to either like not know it exists or have played the original one and kind of not jumped in yet. Mm. So it's nice to be able to introduce them to like the full series now. Mm. Especially with the season three just kind of finishing and you guys have got the film. So mm -hmm. it's, yeah, there's a lot going on with Attack on Titan at the moment. Yeah, it's so a good it's, time to be a Titan it's fan. It's a good time to be a Attack on Titan fan. Well, it's a good time to be a Titan, you know. <laughs> I am a Titan in real life. So <laughs> I, try, I, try, I try and be. Yeah, but. it's just a good goal to have. <laughs> when I've had a lot of sleep, maybe I am. <laughs> More sleep, please. <laughs> But how's the show been for you? From your perspective, like, have you been to ever seen Manchester? This before? is my first Manchester show, mm. so yeah, I was, I was surprised by the size of it because obviously the XL Centre is massive, and as yeah. you just don't see the outdoors. But it's nice you kind of get like a glass bit with like vision of the outside. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's, it's, you, it's you can a see daylight, is what you're saying. It's nice. It's really nice. You can see the real world. But <laughs> people are very friendly. It's, it's busy. There's a lot. There's like it's a mm. lot more condensed, so people just kind of mm. appear everywhere. <laughs> mm. Just dive around them. But it's, it's good. I've not managed to explore the show just yet. I'm gonna mm. hopefully run away a bit later. I'm off the yeah. booth. I'll leave you to. Do stuff. Oh, cheers, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I thought it'd be good. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I, I prefer mm. it to London a little bit, actually. I think I'm in, I, mm. I, might, I might be a believer. <laughs> How many like Attack on Titan cosplayers have you seen sort of wander up? Has there been a lot? So many, yeah. There's been at least 10 already today, and we're what, the first hour now? I think yeah, about the first that, yeah. hour. So yeah, we've already had like 10 today, so there's mm. a lot. Here, Academia is still the big one this year, it yeah. seems. Yeah. Attack on Titan is still up. Um, it's got to be out there still, right? Mm. Scout Kate. Out of interest, from your perspective, this is just me genuinely like, yeah, yeah, wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, from the amount of different people you see walking up to play the game, have you noticed a trend in like maybe age groups, or is it families? Is it like just general fans of Attack on Titan, or people seeing it and going, "Oh, what's this?" Some people just do not know of Attack on Titan still, which is mm. very unique. But there's no actual specific trend. We have people from like kids with parents to mm. all the way up to like kind of like the elderly just wanting to come play the game. <laughs> it's genuinely really nice to see like kind mm. of like reception to the series, mm. just that everyone can enjoy anime. I always thought it was one of them things that's just for younger people, but <laughs> no, it's for everyone. I, not, nice. not us. <laughs> Not us, no. <laughs> we've we've outgrown it, but we're still there. There you go. <laughs> yes. uh, so any random things you've noticed over the show? Any random experiences? Any cosplayers nearly poke your eye out with a sword? I nearly got stabbed with an ODM gear sword yesterday. That wasn't excessive. Someone got so excited to come play and was like, I want to play, and they came to hug me, and then these two blades just right in my face. And I was like, <laughs> no, please, no, just calm. I mean, I needed a bleach cosplayer just... He was get, about to get money out of his wallet. I think he was holding the sword in his hand. It just narrowly missed my no. face. <laughs> Give me your anime, please. Pretty much. <laughs> Everyone's just so excited. It's lovely to be in that mm. environment again. I've not done an MTM for like a year now, so it's nice yeah, to... Yeah, the Manchester one that feels a lot more chilled. Yeah. Especially when the aircon works, which is good. And it is now. It wasn't yesterday. That was a... Ooh, that yeah, was there, there was a point yesterday in Manchester where... Uh, the easy way to describe it is it felt like the apocalypse had arrived. Heat wave. Full on heat yeah, wave. Yeah, and <laughs> from what I heard from the MTM staff is it was basically that... The aircon that the level was at, mm. the amount of bodies overpowered the aircon. That's crazy. I hope today we so. don't get to that level. I hope today we have a nice cold day. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it's raining outside, we're nice and dry indoors, indeed, so we can indeed. enjoy our anime goodness and our comic confirmed. Indeed, we'll check in a bit later, right? Thanks, man. Nice having you. <laughs> Gorinda. Jeremy. How's it going? Not too bad, mate. Yourself? Not bad, not bad. How has it been uh, on the Gundam Mad booth here at MCM Manchester? As the name of the company says, mad. It's ah. just been very busy. I mean, your wall of Gundam, like, I remember seeing it before doors opened, and it looks like a lot's gone from it. Yeah, it's a bit shabby looking today, but that's always a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> a perfect way to promote your company right now. I think so. I think so. <laughs> no, it's been a really good show. Yesterday was a little bit sweaty, but mm -hmm. uh, today's been a lot more calm and relaxed, and we've got to see a lot of old faces, which is always enjoyable. Yeah, it's always one of the good things about about coming to any event like this just the amount of people you catch up with you you probably have just not seen for a year exactly and you just basically pick up where you left off yeah definitely and it's really nice to even make introduce new people to the hobby as well mm. and we've got new members of staff who are kind of you know actively going for it and trying to explain mm. all the ins and outs of Gundam and 
Yeah, it's, we've been doing it 15 years, so we're aiming to try and you be here you, for you, another you, 15. You know something. One or two things, <laughs> yeah. I'd hope. <laughs> I mean, you mentioned getting new people into Gundam. One of the things that I know we're both excited about, as speaking as me and you personally, and yep. then us as Anime Limited and Gundam Mad, mm-hmm. is a TF Nation coming up, because we've yeah. got the whole Gundam wing happening. Yes, that is uh, something we've been working really hard towards this year. So we've uh, got the likes of, obviously, yourselves, uh, myself, and then uh, Bandai involved, mm-hmm. uh, and we're trying to do as much as possible. Uh, from our side, we're bringing our Bob, our giant 5'2 Zaku, for everyone to have a lovely photo shoot with we've is got that your name bob yeah we called him bob i mean he, he just he just lives out in our garden at the moment but yeah we'll, we'll let people uh, experience him in first hand and play with his weapons and stuff no innuendo intended um and uh, then yeah we're uh, we've got obviously you guys have been lovely enough to do the uh blu-ray release of gundam wing collectors part one at the show uh we should be airing some movies and we've got your back catalog of gundam stock that's been long sold out to sell then we've got panels and shows and I think we've been given about 100 kits that we're allowed to give away for free for people who want to try out kits for the first time. Mm. And we've got a couple of experienced staff on hand who'll be there. And the best thing is, on both our websites, 25% off if you attend. Exactly, right? That's one of the great things about it, one of the offers we've got. So, from from your perspective, if someone's, like, not tried Gunpla before... What, what will there be sort of on offer, as it were? Because I know you've mentioned there are going to be some classes going on, maybe, or some opportunities to yeah. do kits and stuff. What have you got in mind for well, that? Well, definitely. For the people who've never built one before, actually, we're going to be giving a promotional kit called My First Gunpla, which is actually based off the RX-78-2. Now, to most people, that's generic numbers, but that is the original Gundam, mm-hmm. the first one, the one that features in Ready Player One, mm-hmm. uh, and it's the one that most people are familiar with. And so what we've got is a slightly reduced difficulty version from the high grades, which is sort of the more intermediate beginner class Mm -hmm. and it will just give people a taste for it and they can try it out free at the event we'll provide the tools they can get supervision on it and if they love it then you know they're welcome to get into the hobby and buy some more stuff so it should be a really good laugh all weekend then i imagine yeah we hope so we're trying to make it more than just a sales room so we've got competitions we've got panels we've got guests we've got films there is obviously plenty of gundam stuff to buy and also if you're a transformers fan there's it's heaven for you because there's so much more to have a look at Mm. the event um but we thought it would be a good step in the right direction to try and get japan and the rest of the Mm. world to recognize that there is a big gunplug community in the uk Mm. and that we really really want to enter the world builders competition Mm. and in terms of actually getting to the event as well it's like the hilton that's literally just outside the nec yeah definitely in terms of travel links train plane bus it's pretty much anything will go there yeah definitely and if for those of you within the anime community you'll know kitacon is held at the exact same venue in the past so it's quite one that's well established amongst the community uh, and hopefully it will be one that everyone can kind of attend, even if it's for a day or, mm. you know, it runs from the Friday the 16th to Sunday the 18th. Mm. The Gundam Wing itself is open the 17th and the 18th. So there's a lot to set up on that Friday. But, uh, yeah, I think it would be lovely to get some new fans and old there to support the community, check out some stuff, maybe win some cool things. And, yeah, and generally have a good time. Oh, so there we go. And, uh, and for anyone listening who actually really wants to go again, you can get 25% off your admission to get in because... We're nice like that, Gundam Man Anime Limited. We try. We, we try our best. And also, thanks to TF Nation for wanting to be involved in that partnership as well. Head over to Gundam Mad. I assume all of your yeah, channels. Gundam Mad. Infos on that. UK.com and obviously. Anime yeah, and Limited. also all of our stuff as well. We've got it pinned on our social media channels as well. And, and I'll also make sure that the link is in, in the description for this podcast and all that usual jazz as well. If anything, after this bit's finished, I'll probably interject, sounding slightly sweet sounding, I guess, and I'll just say the URL yeah. about now. Go to tfnation.com slash 2019 slash register. That's tfnation.com slash 2019 slash register. Then enter the following code during checkout. JTBD6KZQ. That's JTBD6KZQ. And that's the URL. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. All right, all the best, Jeremy. Take it easy, fella. Andy Hanley. Hello, that is me. <laughs> it's just gone 10pm, and we're still driving back to Scotland. Yes, we are still in a van. There is road ahead of us. We are progressing. All, all is well, hopefully. <laughs> I really hope so. Keith is, uh, Keith is currently driving. Money, Keith. Shit, is that what I'm meant to be doing? And uh, Cat Hall is in the front seat, making sure that Keith doesn't crack. Am I? There you go, folks. This is this is how we roll 
here at Anime Limited. Straight after to <laughs> straight oh, to hell. Well oiled machine. Rolling. I thought you were going to break into Limp Biscuit or something, man. No. <laughs> but I'll, I'll say this now, Ruddy. Apologies in advance if this section of the audio sounds naff, because I'll be honest, I don't know how it's going to sound. I haven't got any audio monitors. We're just going to record a bit of audio, see how we're doing, see how much money we haven't made, maybe lament on a few things that have occurred, and then uh, I guess also discuss, uh, Andy, what you've been watching in the world of anime. Oh, God, yeah. Well, that, that should take a while, because I've been watching lots of things. <laughs> Well, what's, what's like a random pick that you think maybe, in general, we should check out? Because more than likely, we haven't yet. Um, right, let me try and think what's, uh, what's actually been going on. I, I think probably my pick currently is uh, Astro Lost in Space. It's actually a series from the creator of Sket Dance, which is a series I really hated when that aired. So, you know, it was like an auspicious start, but it's a really good kind of like lost in space kind of like sci-fi adventure. Basically, it's a bunch of kids like in whatever future it is and effectively like groups of kids get put on and effectively field trips where they just get like dropped on some planet somewhere they get given some things that they have to do it's kind of like a camping trip but in space and so they go off on their trip and then this weird orb appears and literally just kind of like sucks them in and then just ejects them into the middle of space and there happens to be a spaceship there and effectively they end up in the middle of nowhere just like literally lost in space and have to try and find their way back and it's it's a pretty good kind of it has some fun stuff like you know they have to stop off at all these other planets um there's a decent kind of variety of characters and you know there's some good bits of drama and and what have you as well so yeah it's been been really entertaining so far i know where's this streaming that is on funimation now i think no, it sounds it certainly sounds interesting. It's something I'm kind of up for checking out if I can. I've got to make sure if my subscription is still going to that because uh, money people, there's a lot of money going around. But uh, cool. So, is there any particular reason you wanted to see that? Given that you said that you hated the previous show that that, that, that people have worked on, Scat Dance, was it? Yeah, I mean, it's just like I'm. I mean, for, for starters, people have said that oh, we like the the source material, the manga for this is really good. So I kind of wanted to check it out based on that. But also, I'd like him just like most people, or like many people, I'm just a bit of a space nerd. So any good kind of spacefaring sci-fi thing, I will probably lap up in some shape or form. And uh, that was the case, as it turns out. Oh, there we go, cat. Is there anything recently on the anime spectrum that you've been watching? Um, it's more of what I, I need to or want to watch, really, because I'm still working my way through Evangelion. Uh, on the old Netflix? Yeah, slowly but surely. But there's been a... Haven't they added like a whole bunch of other anime to Netflix recently? Oh, they added a Gundam that I was going to watch. My first ever Gundam. I can't remember. What, Netflix? Yeah, there's a Gundam show on Netflix. I can't remember which one. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, there's a few. There's a few, is there? Well, I, mean, I don't know. There's a few Gundam shows as opposed to... Uh, yeah, but yeah. I can't remember which one that they put Netflix. It was Unicorn? No, it can't be Unicorn. Oh, if it was Unicorn, that might make sense. Yeah. yeah. Are you sure it's not Mobile Suit Netflix original Gundam? <laughs> 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 oh, God. I think, it, I think it is Unicorn. I'd have to check. I was like, I could just check right... Oh, wait, we're in a van. Um... By the power of the internet. The internet. Oh, wait, hold on. Actually, I'll check. I will change the subject to one thing. We did learn over the weekend that a bunch of people are now just referring to is it on Netflix as a generic term for is it streaming? Yes, yeah, that that has become... I think that's been the thing for a little while now. Where has people, it, though? It's kind of become like, you know, people say Hoover when they mean you vacuum, and it's like Netflix has just become the catch-all of, like, I watch it streaming, just like, I watch it on Netflix, because that's kind of the default that people tend to think of. Yeah, I'm but... I'm sure that will be of great comfort to them if they ever ex- implode and people are still referring to streaming as Netflix, <laughs> even though... Uh, I thought you people implode. <laughs> well, that could also happen in the, in the space future. Yeah. Because what else is there? Like, you mentioned Hoover. What else is there that is, like, just a generic all-around term that is just for something that has just been coined from an actual specific product? I mean, Google. Like, think about people people search for stuff online. They Google it, even if they're not necessarily using Google. Uh, So, yeah, like, there there are a few of those in kind of the online sphere where, you know, things like that have have happened. Hmm. It's okay. Unicorn. <laughs> it is unicorn. Yeah, or UC or whatever. I don't know. Mm. I'm not 
as people are probably aware, I am not a Gundam person. You're not. You're, you're not. <laughs> I'm not a Gundam. I am not a Gundam. <laughs> I think we just got a title of the show there. Yeah. <laughs> I've often been mistaken for a giant robot, but as it turns out, I'm actually. I can't help it. Okay, I can't help it. Unicorn's an interesting one because if I let's have a look. So, I haven't seen it myself, but if I remember correctly, it's set in the Universal Century after the events of everything that's happened in the Universal Century stuff, and it focuses on or features characters that have either been introduced or referenced. Yeah, something like that. I I remember somebody told me, oh yeah, Gundam Unicorn's a really good jumping on point for Gundam many years ago, and I watched an episode and said, I have no idea what is happening here. I shouldn't watch it then. (laughs) Okay, I'll go back to rewatching stuff. It's a good jumping on point if you know what's going on. It's like, what? I can just rely on you guys. Yeah, I can. To be honest, watching Evangelion when you've not. No no idea what's going on. Like, know nothing about it. So, everyone's first time? Yeah, everyone's. Sorry, yeah. Everyone's first time watching Evangelion is pretty much just. (sighs) So. The thing is, when it comes to having like QC'd a bunch of our Gundam releases. It's one of those things where I can understand why many people say you need to have seen everything to fully understand it, but realistically, you should be able to get by. And there may be, like, references... Is this, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Um, kind of, yeah, and kind of, no, because when it comes to that... Oh, God, I think I've played a can of worms there. Um, oh. I know, right? But it's, it's like... It's, so, for example, it's like, if you went and saw Avengers Infinity War, that's kind of like... That, that was almost the beginning of the culmination of 10 years worth of films. So if you dive into that as your first one, in theory, as a piece of cinema, you should still be able to go in and watch it and get something out of it. But in terms of understanding the full context of everything and why everything is so poignant, a lot of it may be lost on you. And when it comes to Gundam Unicorn, I would still think, in theory, you should just be able to jump in and watch it. But chances are... If you're willing to go, if you're, if you're willing to go on the fact that there will more than likely be some details referenced or hinted at that you just won't know, and then if you can just almost just get by from it, or if you're inc- if you think, hey, what does that mean? Give it a Google, and <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go, yeah. and uh, and then and then you can sort of get a vague idea as to what it means, and maybe that's the way to approach it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll just come into work and be like. Guys, I have no idea what's going on. Please just tell me what's going on. Well, I mean, if you want to start from the beginning of Gundam Cat, there is a very good way to do that. You can do that by watching the Mobile Suit Gundam movie trilogy, which by the time people hear this will be available now on Blu-ray from all good retailers. What a beautiful segue, I know, that was was really impressive. Because, Cat, did you know that it condenses the, the original television series into three films? Omitting some details, but you can get a grasp as to how the Gundam universe began. I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fun- funnily enough, you said that. Like, I saw there was like a- an argument erupt online, literally over the weekend, about what your starting point for Gundam should be. Because somebody came up very clearly, like, it-, it can't be Gundam the Origin. If you say that, you're wrong. Whereas, like, Gun- <laughs> Whereas, like Gundam the Origin was the first Gundam that I watched properly, and it was fine. Like, I mean, I guess I had enough cultural osmosis to understand, like, you know what came later but it seemed like a perfectly solid starting point for me yeah but it's like with anything when you like say what where's the best place to start some people will probably always say you should watch the original or read the original thing first yeah. that was published slash shown on television and such but that's why they make prequels to things to sort of maybe fill in the gaps and make things easier to watch later on and Realistically, while some details may have been changed between different publications and whatnot, as a whole, Gundam The Origin is probably a good place to start if you've never watched it before to understand the backstory of a couple of the main characters. But realistically, you just jump into the Gundam movie trilogy, you're totally fine. Or go into a different space of time and space of things and go to the a different century in the Gundam universe and go to Gundam Wing, which will be available at the end of August and is available to pre-order now. It's part of an alternative universe that doesn't actually have anything to do with the original Mobile Suit Gundam story. And also, it's bloody great, isn't it, Keith? Yes, yes it is. <laughs> Duo for life! 
Wow. Uh, <laughs> He's driving, so I'm gonna. <laughs> I was waiting for him to wax lyrical about Gundam Wing for at least more than five seconds. Oh, sorry, I, 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 I didn't realise. Uh... Could you please wax lyrical about Gundam Wing for more than five seconds? Well, uh, Gundam, Gundam Wing, uh, like a lot of people, is the first Gundam show I ever saw because it was on uh, late night sci-fi back in the good old days of uh, psycho exciting and all that jazz. <laughs> I mean, you could also say Cartoon Network, but we'll let that slide. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Don't you whatever me. <laughs> Don't whatever Cartoon but yeah, it, Network. Because it, it was great, because t- when I first started watching it, I, it had already been running for a few weeks, so I came into it late, so I didn't know what was going on. But it didn't really matter, because you could guarantee every episode, you know, it'd be 50% talking about politics and nonsense, but at least the other 50% would always be space battles or robot battles. So it was a nice, solid watch. Yeah. And do you have a knife? <laughs> there was a guy who came up to the booth over the weekend and said, ah, oh, I remember watching Gundam Wing on Cartoon Network. I had no bloody clue what was going on, but I freaking loved it after watching Dragon Ball and Tenji every day. Halcyon days of yore. There you go. There you go. So, Kat, uh-huh. what's going to be your first Gundam that you try? Well, it was the one on <laughs> Netflix, <laughs> but now I'm kind of. I know we just literally had a 15 minute conversation about it not being that one, and probably I don't I don't know now. <laughs> oh, oh, the, uh, we're almost about to cross the border. Oh, this is a pivotal moment, everyone. We're, we are now at the point of the journey we? where we are about we? to cross the wall <laughs> from England to Scotland. Yeah, we're going north of the wall. Um, oh, <laughs> don't start in Game of Thrones with me. Well, welcome to all the anime podcasts coming to you live from a van to tape in Scotland. We're pretty much on tape, Keith. Come on. You're using a digital recorder. (laughs) Shut up! No, apparently in Scotland we only have tape recorders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Betamax video. Yeah, yeah. I miss VHS, I won't lie. I do not. I do not. <laughs> I do not miss. I, don't. I do not miss them um, recording things and pushing that little tab out. You know when it let you. What oh, was it? To stop people from recording over it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and stuff like but that. did you ever utilise lo- the long play feature? <laughs> God, I forgot about that. What is that? Wait, Videos that could be sixty minutes to one hundred and eighty. <gasps> I, I can't remember what the exact physiology of it. That's the wrong word to use. <laughs> is but but I think it was essentially that you it either like thinned out the tape line that it was recording on or like didn't process as much of it as it was recording yeah. so it, it would record at a lesser quality yeah you basically sacrifice quality for more go, time you. it's it's kind of the same as we have now you know you can squeeze more on a disc or a you know flash drive or whatever if you make your mp3s or your videos you know more compressed and it's similar technology in a way ah so cat yeah. for the uninitiated Name name one great thing about Scotland. Mm, that, anime Limited. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, the, the anime industry in Scotland. Um, no, that's a loaded question. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. No, okay. no, no. no. The, the fact that no matter the weather, no matter what the weather, the scenery is gorgeous. Yeah, all right. I know what I was going to say. Jeremy grudgingly yeah. gives it. It's because he's not been hill walking yet up north. I've not been in Scotland for two days. I've gone back to being English. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, if you can, if you live in Scotland or can make a holiday trip to Scotland, it's worth just going up further north in Glasgow and like getting lost, but not too lost. Not to the point you have to get rescued or something. But like, go hill walking, view the scenery, go up like up to um, Ben Nevis, you know, just go camping. Well, well, apologies to interrupt, but I think it's worth saying that if people want to make a trip to Scotland, there is a great time to do it later this year because there is an annual film... (laughs) There is an an annual film festival this year called Scotland Loves Anime, which takes place in the month of October in Glasgow and Edinburgh. Expect more details to be coming soon. I would recommend you keeping an eye on lovesanimation.com and maybe their social media channels as well. And no doubt there'll be some more information coming soon. Is that fair to say, Andy? Yes, yes, there will indeed. How long has this event been running? Is there any kind of milestone coming up? It's been a couple of years, I think. Yes, I think it's been 
ten years, one might say. Gasp! Ten years! <laughs> Yeah, it's a big milestone for the festival this year. It's a, it's the ten, 10 years of it. So uh, expect. I, I, I had two, I had two thoughts as I was saying that, and neither of them <laughs> appeared properly. So, but yeah, there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on, folks. So stay tuned for that because it, it's gonna be a wild ride, based on what I do and don't know so far. Yes, yeah, we've, we've definitely got a very strong lineup of films. We're trying to line up some some interesting stuff that we haven't done before. So hopefully, touch wood, that will come to pass. Play Red Line on loop for the entire festival with a live orchestra. <laughs> Can you imagine Red Line with a live orchestra? It's the live band. In fairness, actually, two films have already been announced for it. Uh, yes, yes, we've already confirmed that uh, Masaki Uasa's new film, Ride Your Wave, will be there, as will uh, Kichi Hara's new film, Birthday Wonderland. So, uh, yeah, there's two quality films you can check out right off the bat. Indeed. So, set, set your diaries, folks, set your calendars, plan a trip. October, Scotland, Glasgow and Edinburgh. Yeah. This is going to be a weird podcast. <laughs> Kat, we've all been up for nearly three days straight. We're in a van, it's pitch black out. Some of the last van podcast, that went to strange places. <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah, that, that was me and Keith driving back. I don't think I'd ever look it up. It was me and uh, Keith driving back from, I want to say it was, was it Kitacon? Yeah, yeah, it was from Kitacon. And uh, we ended up taking like Twitter questions on the fly. But given it's like 10 at night on a Sunday, I, I decided not to put out questions to the community because I don't know if our brains could hack it, quite frankly. So there'll only be like three people noticing at this time. But um, but Keith, yes. any uh, any random anime thoughts that you want to divulge on the world, or anything you thought about recently that maybe just randomly came into your mind and you thought, oh, I remember that. So when you when you say random thoughts, you mean about anime then, or <laughs> or, like right or just general <laughs> random thoughts? Um, because I was having a thought the other day that <laughs> it would be pretty damn awesome if you could get like a churro, literally the size of a person. You could fucking hug that churro as you Wait, slowly. Would you, have it, would you have it filled with caramel, or would you have it? No, no, I just you know just a massive churro the size of a person that I could hug, be scalded by the hot oil, and slowly eat my way into. Now, Keith, I think the, the next question I must ask, for the benefit of those who do not know what a churro is, I'll look at Google it. Will <laughs> <laughs> be a rebel. Google it on Alta Vista. Does that even still exist? <laughs> Ask Jeeves. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Or how about you just bing it? Oh, I don't hate myself that much. What other search engines are there? Does Yahoo still exist? Yeah, yeah, it still exists. Duck, duck, go is the, the big search what, engine. What, these hang days. on, what? Duck, duck, go. Duck, duck, go? Mm. Where have I been living? <laughs> well, Scotland, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this, this podcast, what the heck? <laughs> Cat's laughing about something else I don't know, so... Uh. Yeah, you know, we, we, we found a Wi-Fi network that is... Uh, found a Wi-Fi no, network? No, I was looking Where? for Wi-Fi and then found someone else's phone, but so I presumably think... maybe the vehicle in front of or behind us. I mean, that's try, really good signal. tether to someone else's phone. Now we're going to drop some porn. Oh, no, they're gone. They're gone. Oh, actually, that, no, I think it, was, it might have happened at Otacon this past weekend, but apparently there was a panel going on and someone noticed on their iPhone as they were looking at images that they wanted to share something with a friend and they noticed that there was an option to airdrop it to the computer that was displaying stuff on screen. I saw that. I think so, they, they, so they did that and it was just like, a, was it like a super deformed loop it or something? They were like dropping meme pics among each other and then they accidentally airdropped it to the laptop screen that was doing the presentation and then it just appeared on the screen obviously and accepted it. That was a thing. Like I know airdropping is a thing, but I didn't mm. think to like just send random people in the street weird meme pics that I find on the internet. So. Now, for anyone wondering, no, that will never happen during a panel of ours at a convention, no, will it, Andy? Let me do it. No, I mean I, I'll just I'll just show you random backdrop desktop backdrop <laughs> you know backdrops of mine when things don't work right. That's that's, <laughs> let, that's let, my gimmick. Let me do a pan like sit a panel with you guys, and I'll airdrop people in the audience, like. You'll edge just. <laughs> I don't know, the phrase I'll airdrop people in the audience just sounds quite I'll airdrop them into a war zone. Oh, that would be a cool idea if we just airdropped one person in the audience in an announcement. <laughs> Can yeah, you imagine? We've got, we've got a special announcement that we're only going to give to one, one person, person. And they've got to keep it to themselves. And if they do, they oh, will get a. Shit, that's such a cool so, idea. So, so wait, hang on, wait. So if we did that. 
by them by them receiving it, would that automatically mean that they've signed an NDA, where a non-disclosure no, 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 agreement? I think it's like that person should just find out, and then they should announce it to everyone in the audience. Can we at least make it can someone? We do that? Can we do that? Like business, like legit? Can we do that? Hypothetically, if we did it, can we at least make sure it's someone with more than like a couple of followers? No, no, like they. No, they, 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 have to stand, they have to stand yeah. up in, in the middle everyone. of the audience. Oh, on the day, I thought you mentioned to share it online, okay. No, uh, no, 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 they like, in the audience, we can give them a mic and everything and they can announce it, right? We can do that. It's in budget. <laughs> it's in budget. We'll be grading them on delivery. Yeah, yeah. No, they have to sing the announcement. <laughs> oh no, this is getting morbid now, because it's just like, no dance for us. Dance. Dance. <laughs> no, but like legit, that I think that would be cool. But that's just me. I'm also very tired and had a lot of energy drinks. So, um. you see, what would worry me about that is that they'd get the announcement, decide it's something they didn't like, so they just get up and say the name of another series that they actually wanted us to announce, oh, and then everybody no. would think we'd announce that, and then we'd have to say, actually, no, no that wasn't I think us. We should just roll it and pretend. <laughs> yeah, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I'm just. The, 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 I don't know why the idea that we would give someone a live mic to announce something we've shared with them I'm just imagining all the ways it, someone may just randomly say oh anime limited license Evangelion and then before we know it our world has come crumbling down because that's probably being live streamed at the time we say it can you imagine it <laughs> God can you imagine if that happened oh or Keith what, or Keith, what have we announced we're what if someone just said we're releasing a Gundam that we're never going to be releasing or something make it happen I think I, so. I think that some people might suggest that that's happening already. <laughs> oh, self burn at half ten in the evening on a Sunday after a convention. I'm doing my best, okay. There's a lot of Gundam to get through. I'm a one man production machine. <laughs> a one a one dam. <laughs> hey, in fairness, actually. Big credit to everyone who came out over the weekend in Manchester because there were a lot of Gundam fans there, including the guy who was dressed as Shah. Oh, who, oh yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good fun to see that. And yeah, a lot of, lot of excitement for Gundam, including one guy who just went, Oh my god, Zeta Gundam on Blu-ray! I'm having that! And then just bought it. Like, all of it. Good lad. Andy. Yes. Any uh, random stories or, or such you may have come across during your time in Manchester? Or any uh, random scuttlebutt that's worth noting? Um, no, not particularly. I mean, I, I will say, going back to the child cosplayer, I, I did mention at the time that I was hoping he was going to push over our table because then we could witness Char's counter-attack. <laughs> I told you then, I tell you now, get out of this van. The door slides open easily, we can just chuck them out, it's fine. Seeing this van in front of us doesn't kill us. Of course. As he lifts lazily across he, the goddamn road. He's really swaying, actually. Safe distance, we're safe distance, it's fine. We're not a safe distance now, but we were. Whoa! Whoa! So, like, to try and give live commentary, this guy is proper swaying back and forth. Keith, I seriously mind out, because... I know, that's why I'm getting to the outside line, and I... Oh my God. Open the window, open the window, hang on, hang on, wait, hang on. Wake up! It's us from 10 hours in the future. (laughs) (laughs) I hope we're not still driving in 10 hours. Yeah, we're 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 on a loop. We'll be going across the sea. We'll get to, like, some kind of spatial anomaly. And then it's the border for Scotland again. And then the podcast has gone on again, and we've said the same things about Gundam again. It'll be like the worst ever Groundhog Day, because we're just stuck in this van. Uh, and eventually we'll just be saying, Welcome to MCM Comic Con in Scotland! Oh, well, no, no, because we'll be stuck in the same block of time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I really want to apologise to anyone that listens to this, <laughs> seriously. I want to apologise if this actually makes air. Yeah, yeah. Because like, what happens the sound? Well, see, I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing the final thing now, just to see what makes it and what doesn't. I don't know, because I'm going to listen to it and it's be like... Jeremy is going to just cut together loads of sound bites of us, so it's just us saying, Jeremy is the best guy in the <laughs> world. <laughs> well, you've just kind of did it there, so you can just cut that. Oh, right, yeah. Well, I've made, I've made his life easier. Brilliant. <laughs> but have you made my life easier? Right, folks, I think we're going to wrap up because we're all bonzo tired. But uh, I suppose I will leave one final thought of the day. In that, um, a note to people who are attending conventions. This feels like, um, what you call it, when he like, turns to the camera at the end and then shares the wife. Well, like Jerry Springer's final thought. Jerry Springer, yeah, and he just looks at the camera and it's like... <laughs> a-, a note to people who are attending conventions. If you are cosplaying 
and you are a character that is holding a weapon, let's say a sword, and your traditional pose or stance for holding said sword is over your shoulder, and you come up to our booth and you see something you want to buy and then want to pay for it, please do not then very quickly try and grab your wallet using the same hand that is currently holding the sword, thus doing a downward slicing motion with the sword and nearly taking my eye out. This is very specific. Uh, it, it genuinely nearly happened, that's why. I think you're, you're close to naming and shaming someone there. <laughs> so let that be a lesson. Yeah. So let that be a lesson. Nowhere, one no, cosplayer that nearly killed Jeremy. <laughs> so let this be a lesson. Know where your wallet is so you can access money faster and spend more. Just use your phone to pay. Done. I mean, I think it was over thirty pounds. So. Oh wait, there's no well, yeah, but if, you, if, if you've got the bloody Apple thing. Yeah, if you yeah. have the app on your phone, there's no limit. I don't think. No, but it depends on the, on the actual machine, the actual car. This is a debate for another day. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, but there are. Don't stab Jeremy. That's the lesson. <laughs> yeah, that is the main point of this rambling presentation. Don't stab Jeremy in the face. Yeah. Yet. Thank you very much for listening, folks. I've been Jeremy Graves, been joined by Keith Copping, driving, Cat Hall, navigator. Am I? And Andy Hanley, moral support. Immoral <laughs> 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 support. <laughs> We've been Team Anime Limited. If you enjoyed this, thank you for listening. Hopefully we'll be back to normal soon. Unlikely. But apologize, Jeremy, apologize now. What cat? Apologize. What? For this. <laughs> for everything. For all of this. I apologise for anime. <laughs> Whoa. That, that's big. Yeah. Okay. Bye, everyone! Bye! 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 Bye. Bye. Jeremy. Jeremiah. Jeremy Bartholomew Douglas Adams Graves. <laughs> Put that recording device away. I can see the red light, it means recording. <laughs> oh, oh, <I'm> done. <laughs>